on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We are celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Uh, we all have margaritas because why wouldn't you? This episode obviously coming out after Cinco de Mayo, but regardless of that, we're drinking for it. And we've got release news this time from NXT, still under the WWE banner. Lots of those happened this week and weekly recap leading possibly all the way up to Rampage. I don't know. We haven't decided yet. We'll see. We'll see how time goes. And then we're making predictions for WrestleMania Backlash, which this is going to be a tough one. And then we're going to close out the show with some trivia that Chad put together that has to deal with factions, his favorite thing. All of our favorite things, factions. We love he factions loves, on the shows. Chad especially loves factions. Yeah. Also, lastly, I am quite inebriated. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. You guys ready to go? Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 55 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan, joined by Joe and Chad. Uh, did you guys watch Doctor Strange yet? Yeah, I saw it at oh. 9.15 last night. Are you fucking I, kidding me? I was really hoping that you would say no, so I could be like, oh, it's, I was, I was going to I was gonna play like I saw it and you guys didn't because of the whole Spider-Man thing from a few months ago. Yeah, but we remember. It. I haven't seen. I also haven't seen Doctor oh, Strange. So I'm oh. sitting here by myself here. I heard it was yeah, trash, yeah. dude. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! It's okay. Fuck! It's really good. Okay. It's like the first I, one to have like horror elements to it, and I really loved it. Yeah, I did. Did hear you say it. horror or horror? Horror, as in the horror. genre of scary films. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say no we mind. we don't call them that anymore. We also don't call them hoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I wish I could tell you, but oh, man, the spoilers I could ruin right now. There's I heard so many it had cameos. An, I heard it had an Evil Dead vibe. It does. It really does. And I fucking love the Evil Dead movies. So okay. I want to know one thing. Yeah. Okay. Do I need earmuffs? Have- wait, wait, wait. Let Joe ask wait, his no, question. No, I- wait, let Joe ask his question. Then let me ask if I need earmuffs. It's okay. not that difficult a question. All right. Okay. Do I need to watch Moon Knight before I go no. and see it? Okay. No. Okay, sweet. But you do need to have watched WandaVision. Spider-Man, the done, new one, done. and done. What If. Done. I've seen all that. Okay, oh, yeah. if you've seen all, What If, WandaVision, and Spider-Man, you're good. All right. Sweet. Fair game. Play, play ball. And uh, back to the wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
there's really like one other thing that we nerd out about and that's the mcu but and star wars for joe fuck yeah just for you dude um obi-wan trailer came out did you see that oh yeah oh Ooh, yeah 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 that was good <laughs> march like, 27th can i can i just march? say uh, may may what month are we in right now may. we're in may already it's Mayo, gonna be Mayo. may yeah mayo um yeah so i just want to say that i am a little bit upset because i just found out that the that the release date of kenobi got moved back to the 27th and i was really excited about it coming out on the 25th because the 25th would have been the 35 year anniversary of a new hope and it got moved to the 20 it got moved to the 27th so we would have seen 35 years later exactly obi-wan kenobi showing up on screen but now it's 35 years plus two days that's actually kind of weird like the 25th is a wednesday which is i think isn't that normally when disney plus releases all their new shit yeah for well they've shows? definitely done it in the past but they moved it to a fucking friday i know that yeah, sucks i'm pretty i'm pretty upset about it okay speaking of being upset dylan and i are pretty wasted right now yeah <laughs> As, in case you couldn't tell um <laughs> we've been tangenting i don't know how tangenting there uh, off of wrestling, but getting back to it, um, news from this week, the NXT releases. Uh, I don't have a list in front of me, but Dexter Loomis comes to mind. Um, Persia Pierogi comes to mind. <laughs> we can't even get her right name right now. Um, well, she doesn't Steph even go. She doesn't even go. But yeah, Steph de something. Delander. Delander. She's already like got some booking somewhere. And they I'm only got 30 day non complete uh, non compete causes. So yeah, <clears throat> who was the other big one? Oh, Malcolm Bivens. Malcolm Bivens was list. big. I have a whole list. Harland. Harland was on the list. I asked for the big ones. He is big. Oh, and literally. literally. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Um, Chad, you uh, you were in our our big group chat last week. Uh, sounded like you were pretty upset. Oh, and also Dakota Kai. Dakota right? Kai. Yeah. Yeah. You were in our group chat last week, uh, pretty upset about all these NXT releases, as I mean, I could probably imagine the three of us all are, but go off King as the sober one here or like the least drunk of the three of us. I will say that um, I'm not upset about most of them, uh, especially Harland, because that guy looked like he was going to hurt somebody like really um, hurt somebody. So like and I heard he was like not progressing at all in the performance center. So like if you don't want to work at this, then you can go somewhere else. I don't care. Harlan um, to impact. No, please. I watched that shit. I don't <laughs> want him to hurt my fan. I don't want him to hurt Chris Bay or something. Um, <clears throat> but the three that we all, the, the other three we mentioned all had like significant involvement and things I liked. You know, there were four, there were four of significance. Loomis. Loomis. Loomis I and Perota, Perotti. Oh, Persia Perogi is not something I was like overly she she was good in some stuff i'm not saying she was bad i just wasn't overly invested in the duja stuff so like <laughs> also so i literally i was like he's about to say so <laughs> see i could see you winding up for that i could get on board <laughs> i could get on board uh but dakota kai is the one that like stands out as like the company you mean literally on board I figuratively don't i don't know what that means i was making okay, a sexual you- joke i'm drunk i'm sorry 
Um, yeah, girl. Dakota Kai that. has the talent to be easily on the main roster. Agreed. Dakota Kai has proved for years that she should be on the main roster. She's put in the matches. She's put in the time. She's put in the effort. And the fact that we never got to see a Dakota Kai on a SmackDown or a Raw, but we got to see people like Dewdrop instead, is really frustrating. She was on the NXT women's team when they did well, the well, Raw versus yeah. NXT versus yeah, SmackDown but that's, Survivor she's Series. She's being a part of NXT there. Yes, that's not I agree. Competing. I agree. I also don't. I, I also don't want you to hate on Piper Niven, Dewdrop, for <laughs> for those less informed, because okay. she's actually really good. She's okay. Uh, she's okay. Like, and she might be about to be doing something big here with yeah. Nikki Ash. We'll come back to that, or I guess just leave it right as that. We, we might that, have a that, third. We might have a third women's tag team. That's all. I'm, that's all. I'll oh say. my gosh! No, we, look out. That might be the first real tag team. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like Dakota Kai totally deserved a chance here on the main card as a solos competitor. Like, she absolutely did. Th- this is horseshit. And Malcolm Bivens was easily proven he was one of the best managers in the company when he was released. Yeah, I want to. I want to bring up the fact that Robert Stone is employed when Ma- Malcolm Bivens isn't. Yeah, um, I think Malcolm Bivens and Dakota Kai hurt equally, and I think Loomis a little bit less than those two but i'm malcolm bivens was such a good manager and i'm upset that we didn't get to see him like on the raw or smackdown like imagine on tv there like malcolm bivens and it's hilarious versus like an mvp tag team like what if like mvp had some group and like malcolm bivens had a group and they just like jabbed you know like take like some of the best people in the main card who can talk on the mic against malcolm bivens that would have been awesome yeah so, Malcolm, so Malcolm I, Bivens and the Creeds versus Paul Heyman and the Usos. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's a dream manager match. That's a dream match. I would love to watch the Creed brothers on the main card. Mm. They're good. Just, so, just you wait. So what I didn't know until he got released was that Malcolm Bivens, before he signed with NXT, was a manager of MJF. Oh. Yeah, back on the indies. I did and, not know that. Uh, I did not know MJF ever needed someone to talk on the mic for him. I don't think he does, but I still think that if if Malcolm Bivens was the manager for MJF, it would be pretty freaking sweet. It'd be maybe a little a little too sweet. We'll get back to that. We got a lot of that this week, mm. and a lot being more than usual, being um, some at all. The other one, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, I think this broke a few hours ago. Um, there was an NXT star that got that their contract expired. Nope. Candice LeRae. You probably already thought that she was gone. Yeah, I did. I did see that actually. Now yeah, I thought she, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that just acknowledged what I already knew was going to happen. Yeah, I kind of figured. I just saw a bunch of tweets with her, her and Johnny and was saying like free agent couple or whatever. I will say to counteract this whole discussion though devil's advocate here they're not the only company that let people walk this week we did see some aw contracts expire and uh, some ones that bothered me in the list i saw Stu grayson and i can't think of who else joey janela joey janela that's why i couldn't uh, think of who else marco stunt and a fourth one brian cage 
No. No. Okay. <laughs> I wish. I cannot think of who else. And I refuse to look it up. I'm way too drunk. I might drop um, my phone. Um, We're stalling. Okay. Seriously, though, like, I'm going to miss Stu Grayson probably the most. Um, He was Jack awesome Evans. in the ring. Jack, oh, Evans, Jack yep. Evans. Yeah, with Angelico. Um, and Helico stayed with the company. Yeah. I was just yeah, like, he was, like, that's he was who he was with. with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just thinking, like, Stu Grayson, out of those people, like, probably the one I'm going to miss the most. I think that's fairly obvious. He was awesome in the ring. Like, he he, he just had a lot of, um, like, a lot of combo moves with Evil Uno when they were tagging together that were so fluid. Uh, no matter who they were facing, and it was just awesome to watch. They've been like a tag team on the indies years and years and years long before they were in AEW, so it's kind of shocking to see one leave and the other one stay. Like, they keep yeah. Evil Uno probably for, like, the Dark Order stuff because yeah. he he represents a yeah. lot of the Dark Order, and a lot of people didn't, like... Yeah, Stu Grayson was in the Dark Order the whole time, but he didn't really embody that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I don't I, like. Obviously, we don't know when they sign their contracts, but if they if they have been a tag team in the Indies for for as long as Chad says, uh, it'll be interesting to see if Evil Uno stays with the company as that that long. You know. Yeah. And, I mean, if they let him go, like, Dark the Dark Order, the that. Dark Order's done, and Johnny Hungy can have his singles run at that point. I mean, if there's a if there's a faction on AEW, I, I I could care less about right now. It's probably that one. Yeah. And oh, really? It's not the Jericho Appreciation Society, Chad. No, I like Jericho. I just I just hate that. I don't mm-hmm. I, I don't want Jericho to go anywhere else. I just want that to break up. You I don't really care where Evil Uno goes. So you don't like factions? I hate factions. More to come on that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's get into the weekly recap and uh, start with SmackDown from last week. I'll start by saying uh, Drew Gulak. We'll start with Drew Gulak because I think that's where the show started. Uh, he, got, he got to audition as the timekeeper this, this past week on SmackDown. <laughs> Fucking love it. I, I love this new gimmick of his where he's just trying out different random jobs backstage out there by the ring whatever it be i'm loving it yeah i'm a big fan of him on the mic so whatever gets him on the mic i will be a fan of what else what else from smackdown i don't know oh, raquel wanna, rodriguez debuted she oh, did guns oh no rodriguez is right um cl- clear face turn for her here being on the main card and i think i like her better as a face was she a heel She's yeah. been a face for like a year. She's been a face for I, a long time. I get it. I, I didn't mean turn was the wrong turn. She's debuting as a face. She's debuting as a I'm a badass pretty girl is basically what. Uh, and I don't like the whole pretty girl part of her new gimmick. And that's not but, to say that like I'm not trying to like go at that. Like the fact that she's not. Uh, it's more of like it just doesn't fit. Like the badass portion of her character is what fits the most is what I'm getting at in real life. Yeah. And I think they should have stuck with that instead of just adding to the gimmick of being like her trying to like flaunt sexuality into the character. 
But she's kind of like throwing in the right. face of it. I think I like it because she's like when when people talk, talk about or bring up the sexuality, she kind of like when like the Los Lotharios were like, oh, you're so hot. Let us kiss you. She was like, you can go fuck yourself, basically. I like that. You know, yeah, she, like, like that's that's the part of it that I like. It's just the whole like the backstage interview before the match. It's like, oh, I'm so pretty. All right. Now I'm going to go kick somebody's ass. Like, why not just like leave out the whole pretty part and just just focus on like i am the badass i am the strongest woman here in this division i'm gonna go kick everyone's ass that's kind of what i would like to see but maybe maybe they're just trying it out i don't know it's only obviously been one week of it and i'll let it ride for now and i don't know we can continue to figure it out as we go yeah yes I, um, I think i like the direction here I hope okay it keeps, hope it keeps going um i'll say one the, thing okay. i'll say one thing here uh about smackdown um and it has to do with the cage match that started the show right this week was the cage match i have yes. it in my notes so obviously um i think this is just a beef that i have with cage matches in general and you guys can fight me on this one but i wish cage matches could only end in escaping the cage i don't like how they can end in pinfall and submission or submission yeah, like, what's the point of the cage if we're just going to use a claymore, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Kind of defeats the whole purpose of, like, why we put him in the cage. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of the cage here is because, like, they, they built it well, like, Sammy escaping every chance that he got. Well, then they should have built that into the match. Like, why not build into the match? Like, yeah, they, they built it up to, like, Sammy trying to escape every possible second, and then, all the, and then he gets caught in a claymore and he gets pinned. Like, why not just have it be, like, the only way to win is escape. Drew hits a Claymore. He can celebrate as long as he wants. Sammy stays down for fucking ever, and Drew just walks out the door. It would have been great. Yeah, I'm on board with that. That feels like know. a much better ending than just a Claymore and a pin. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just a small gripe. Like, It's honestly not like make or break for me. Clearly, I'm going to watch wrestling every week that I can. That I can but Are you ready for my, my biggest gripe? Of the week, almost. Whose dog is barking? Uh, my neighbors. Okay, I'm sorry. Was, I knew I knew that wasn't Honey, and I know Chad doesn't have a dog, and I know it's not Raven because she's laying next to me. I'm sorry if that's getting picked up, everybody. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna have to deal with the elements. I have to record we, outside, otherwise. No, we we can cut all this, though. It's fine. Otherwise, I'm just gonna wake up my kid, and right. then that's just bad news. I got some bad news. Takes long enough to put them down. Bad news. Go ahead with your gripe, Chad. All right. My biggest gripe of the week was this Usos and RKO Bro match changing at the pay per view. So you would rather have the titles unified? I'd rather have them unified and broken up and have the match mean something. Or even have the match and have it end in something that builds the match, builds the storyline more than to change it a week and a half out to make the match not matter. Because now the match does not matter. Yeah. Like, what if more, it is more for bragging rights, but like here's here's how I thought it was going to go. Okay. I thought RK bro and Usos were going to have their match. And at some point, Roman's going to come out because he's upset. That the Usos are getting their ass kicked by Riddle and Orton. So this is during Backlash. 
Yeah, this is what I think is going to happen at Backlash, right? Okay. And then because Roman tries to get involved, Drew gets involved, and they set up their match that way. But instead, we like rush to a conclusion. We rush to get into the storyline. There's almost no build behind it. And now here we are with a match that means nothing. It's going to be good because the people that are in it are all awesome. Don't get me wrong. But the match that was previously scheduled meant so much to the landscape of the company that no matter who was going to win or how it was going to end, it was going to be important. I care. Yeah, I, I prefer it this way. Honestly. So, so let me, let me start with a, with a disclaimer that I wish they had never set up this titles unification match at all, but I prefer them, them not ever doing a title unification match because that title unification match in my brain would have had to end in a disqualification so that there was never a title unification to begin with, right? So or not are, to be are you under the impression that Roman's holding two belts right now? I, I am under the impression that he's holding two belts because he's in fact holding two not belts. Not literally, <laughs> not literally. They're you know calling I mean, it a title, but he's carrying two titles. Yes. Are you so you guys are under the impression that he's carrying a title? No, I I I, I'm under the like, impression that he's carrying two titles right now. Yeah, he's carrying two, but they're calling it a ch- one champion. Is what okay. I think they're doing. Not, not, still not what I'm getting at. You can, I think can, he can lose one. Can yes. okay. I think that's, that, I think I guess he will lose of, one after Cody Rhodes uh, wins Money in the Bank. Oh, I think he's going to have a match for not, one not of the two belts, and then Cody's going to get involved and win. A spoiler. So Cody's gonna win. So Cody's gonna win his Hell in a Cell match against Seth Rollins at the next pay per view, and then move on to Money <laughs> in the Bank and win. And that's what we're saying, because that's that's my prediction. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes the most sense out of everything. I can't wait for. I could. I can't wait. If that's really what happens, I can't fucking wait. That's gonna be so <sighs> good. Um, let's see. You know wow. that one time Seth Rollins was in a Hell in a Cell though. That was really good against Bray Wyatt. Hmm. Shut oh, up. the fiend! Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, do you also remember the actual awesome Hell in a Cell that he had last year against Edge? Because that was actually yeah. awesome. That table spot. Oh yeah, dude. Saudi Arabia, dude. Dude, that table spot was one of the best table spots ever. Um, I the cage spot. I wanted to just revert okay. back real quick to the six man tag that they built, and while the Usos and RK Bro were going at it in the ring, the literal final boss moment like the final boss entering moment that we had when reigns's music hit was so good so fucking good like rk bros is beating the shit out of the usos and you hear roman's music hit and everyone just stops in awe to watch him enter down the ramp it is so final boss so fucking good it's perfection yeah and i say that just despite like i'm not a big fan of how he's been working here since he's became the the undisputed whatever the fuck but we haven't even had a pay we haven't even had a premium live event yet so we will see yeah but that kind of goes along with my point like we've rushed into him into a triple a three-on-three match that like didn't get enough build and he's the guy with both belts I would prefer shit. I would have preferred to. And I th- I think what's probably going to happen. I, I So I'll start by saying I would prefer to see Drew and Roman at SummerSlam. But he doesn't get that far. 
Yeah, it's not going to get that far at this point um, unless they do like three one-on-one matches after the six-man tag, but like I don't want to see that because we still have Hell in a Cell, then Money in the Bank, and then SummerSlam. So I think how it's going to go is it's going to be the six-man tag and probably Roman versus Drew, Hell in a Cell. I'll put it in the cell, dude. Put it in the cell. And the other Hell in a Cell match is probably going to be Seth and Cody. And then there's probably going to be a women's one. Oh, Jesus. Three in one it's, night? It's going to be fucking short. Yeah, they've been doing that every year. And I just realized it's probably last year. Yes, they, they did. did. They, always, they always do it two men's, two or one women's. They definitely did not do three last year. Look that up. Ask Jeeves. Co- Cody Rhodes and, I mean, uh, Seth Rollins and Edge were the only Hell in a Cell last year for the men. That can't be true. No, Roman and J. Uh, Roman and Jay. No, that, that was two years ago. That was two years ago. Oh, that was two years ago. COVID. Two years ago. COVID's killing me. All right. Um, uh, you had... Fuck, I fucked it up. You had fuck. We okay. all fucked it up. The 2021 Hell in a Cell had one Hell in a Cell match, which was Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. The Seth Rollins Edge match happened at Crown Jewel. Fuck me to tears. What? You so did the say old, Saudi earlier, so Joe. Was, yeah, I and the, the women's match was Bianca versus Bailey. Oh. So there was one women and one men's, and then there was a Hell in a Cell at Crown Jewel. Okay, so other than last year, I think they've been doing three since like 2017 or 18. I don't. I think that's fair to say. I agree. But we should move on. We should definitely <laughs> should move on. Yeah, we yeah have either been way. talking about SmackDown and then tangenting from there for so long the the last thing i'll say is i think that that third hell in a cell match is probably going to be ronda and charlotte unfortunately um and then on smackdown they had their beat the clock challenges these are always dumb as fuck andrew gulak got taken out again despicable absolutely despicable act by charlotte are we gonna get a charlotte versus drew gulak match i don't know but either way drew gulak's gonna lose (laughs) Yeah, but wouldn't that be cool though? I, I don't, I don't want. If he won, it would be awesome. No, you can't. You can't sell the first intergender match like that. And like since China to be uh, a that's woman. That's not since thing. China. That's since Becky and James Ellsworth. That Truth. doesn't count. True. That's stupid. And even even between Jamie's those up. two, even between those two, I'm sure Beth Phoenix had an intergender match. Not really. I don't know. I wasn't watching WWE at the time. It was just a thought I had. So considering that, James that, Ellsworth's that not a real competitor, the first, the last woman to have like real intergender matches with China when she was the Intercontinental Champion. So you're, Beth Phoenix never had one. I'm not that I can remember asking. Not that I can ever remember. And okay. I watched a lot during that time. I mean, she showed up in the Rumble, but like yeah. that's all I can remember. Okay, that's crazy. I figured she would have had one. Charlotte would not. easily beat Drew Gulak. They had oh yeah, match. definitely. Zero percent chance. Um, all right, <laughs> let's uh, let's seriously get off of SmackDown now. Uh, Rampage from that night. Um, we had the Owen Hart Cup qualifier between uh, Swerve Strickland and Darby Allen. Awesome match. Darby Allen qualifies. Uh, I feel like we should probably get more. Well, we could talk more about the tournament when we get to Dynamite, but. I mean, this match was pretty fucking good. Have a complaint here. Oh, okay. Just with this match or with Rampage? Just this one. Just I mean, Rampage. I always have complaints about Rampage because I feel like Rampage is not something I usually enjoy. 
Um, this match was good. Why did this have? Why? Why does every? It seems it's so common these days. I like how AEW doesn't do disqualification wins. I like how they don't do countout wins. I like that a lot. But holy fuck, interference is starting to really bother me. How often interference is in a match. The amount of interference in AEW is like my number one pet peeve about AEW. And it reared its ugly head again in a match that was really good that could have just ended in a normal pin. Like I would have, I think that Darby should have just pinned Swerve clean and then Ricky Starks attacked after the match. Okay. I was literally about to ask. I don't even, I literally didn't even remember what happened, but now I do. Ricky Starks caused Swerve to lose this match, which taints Darby Allen's win here a little bit for me. I I don't I just know. hate this much interference all yeah. the time. So there, there's there's two things to think about here is like if you're not gonna do DQs and countouts, it's like you've only got two other ways to end a match, and it's regular like someone takes the pin, and if you don't want to make someone look bad, the only way sorry, the only other way to do it is interference. And I mean it's just going to happen a lot here. I, I don't know. And it also builds feuds in a more logical way. I don't know. In I'm my not opposed to interference. I'm opposed to this quantity of interference that they use in AEW. Yeah. It's so frequent. Every rivalry causes interference in matches. I almost get excited when clean pinfalls happen without interference. Like on Dynamite, they had the, oh, which match was it? Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Bobby Fish. There was like almost no interference. And I thought that was awesome that a match that I thought would have interference with how much they do that shit didn't have interference. I was like, hell yeah. Hmm. I shouldn't get excited for the lack of interference because I'm expecting it that often. That's true. Um, what else from I mean, Rampage? All Rampage, like Hook and Dan Housen going face to face. Hook Housen. Are, are they a team? I, I don't after watching Rampage after tonight, tonight I don't go, no I don't, I don't think, think so but I don't know maybe actually after watching Rampage tonight I don't know we'll have to wait till Chad watches it and we'll, we'll we'll see what he thinks we'll get your opinion on that next week Chad we'll, I do I'll, have strong he, opinions we, I will I will just say chips were involved oh yes <laughs> I think it was a bag of garden salsa sun chips but oh, I wasn't really good. paying that much attention Joe do you remember it was a red bag of chips. I do like the garden salsa. He could throws have also, it on the ground. Could have also been Lay's original. No, just what it, kind of chips they were, dude. Don't describe them. Oh, no, I think they were. I think they were a uh, a local Maryland brand of chips. No, I, I didn't. I didn't I, recognize the bag. Being from Maryland, I don't think so. Well, there's only one way of knowing. It's yeah, a long conversation about chips. <laughs> well, we're eating fat. And we every like chips. every eating eating every chip. That's the only way of knowing. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have from Rampage? Satnam Singh was there, Joe. Trent Beretta versus Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe for the TV title. It was good. It was good, and it was a good match. It was a very good match. But what happened after the match? I think Satnam Singh was there. It doesn't yeah. matter what happened after the match. It does. <laughs> it Joe's doesn't favorite, matter. Joe's, Joe's favorite wrestler, Satnam Singh. Yes. He's, he's not a wrestler. If I get Shane McMahon, you easily get Satnam Singh. Go fuck yourself. No, you go fuck yourself, you stupid bitch. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what happened. I mean, it was a good match. If you haven't watched it, definitely go watch it. Um, all right. Um, let's get into Monday Night Raw then. Um, yeah. Yeah, so they had like the fallout from SmackDown where we had the six-man tag set up. RK Bro, uh, or actually Roman, Roman entered the ring, tried to get everyone to acknowledge him. RK Bro does some stereo RKOs to the Usos, clear the ring so Drew can come out. Him and Roman duke it out. It was it's a good segment, I thought. Yeah. Um, the one thing I fucking hated though was we we had that segment happen we cut to commercial when we come back from commercial and jimmy smith is like take a look at what just occurred here on monday night raw it's like dude we literally just fucking watched this shit and they showed it again later in the night they do like, a lot of replays on raw they the got three fucking, hours to fill the fucking replays of shit that happened earlier in the night or literally what just happened is absurd. Like, I know I get drunk a lot, but like, I don't, even I don't need that. Mm-hmm. 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 Damn. What else from Raw? Uh, AJ versus yeah. Damian Priest. Oh, yes. Yes, so, boy. Yes, you got boy. AJ beating Damian pretty cleanly in the ring. And that makes... uh. Damien being barred from ringside at WrestleMania Backlash, which yep. is important. It is important for predictions. Yeah, but later. then, but but then Damien's kind of a dick later, right? He, he like tries to beat down AJ, and he, he brings in his friend. Uh, what was his name? Edge. Edge. His name is Edge. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Edge. They try yeah, to do the, the concerto to his arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until- did anything? Did anything happen after that? Oh, wait, was that when Finn Balor came in and rescued AJ Styles? Yes, boy. This is a full-on Balor club, the club, whatever you want to call it. It's AJ Styles. It's Bullet Club. It's AJ Styles and Finn Balor finally getting together when we've been asking for this for fucking years. I still highly doubt it's going to result in them getting together, but... Yeah, I, I appreciate the shit out of it while it's happening. No, they tweeted the backstage photo of them later that night. Yeah, but they also when they cut when they retweeted that scene, the two sweet was cut out. So no, if you watch no. it on WWE.com or watch it on YouTube, they cut that part. That is not sweet. Yeah. So I don't that think is, it's gonna mean anything. That's a little less cut. That's a little less than sweet. But that's sweet and low. I'm I'm ho- fake sweet. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm very very hopeful that this means that AJ Styles and Finn Balor are in some way, not necessarily a tag team, but in some way forming a faction. Up. Oh, do you think they could be yep. forming a a faction? No. Okay. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Boy? Yes. Yes, boy. <laughs> it's about to go God, off the rails. I am so fucking drunk. You guys are fucked. Margaritas were either when I go back to edit this, either going to be a, an excellent idea or a very, 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 very bad idea. 
Um, I thought the six man tag between Owens and Alpha Academy versus uh, Ezekiel and the Street Profits was a very fun match. I, I really enjoyed the shit out of that. Um, I, I just wanted to say that. And I literally almost said Muhammad Ali. Mustafa Ali. Oh, um, my gosh. <laughs> two very different people. Um, he had one of my favorite matches, a champion contender match, whatever the fuck. Um, ended up being a handicap match, and he failed to get a United States championship match. Well, it was a handicap match. What were you expecting? I don't know. Overcoming the odds. Against like the that. Miz and Theory? I don't know, dude. It was you're, instantly, you're right. it was instantly, you should have known what was going to happen. Actually, that reminds me um, with the championship contenders matches. Did you see that WWE uh, banned the non-title? A new, a new word? Non-title is banned. Yeah. You they, can't say non-title. You can't say non-title because now, Every non-title match is just a champion contender match or championship you're, contender match. I bet you're so excited, dude. <laughs> I am the, the least excited about that. Um, have you guys seen the list of things that are banned that you cannot say in WWE? I feel like it's horse chicks. I feel like I've heard those words before, like recently. Like a lot of them seem like they're commonly said still. All right, you ready? Wrestling said by Cody Rhodes recently. Wrestling. Wrestlers said more by than one. What Joe? Royal family. Royal there's, family. There's more than one royal family. Um, wrestling has more than one right. royal family. I'll just I'm gonna quickly go down the list. Wrestling, wrestlers, belt, blood, choke, diva, strap, kayfabe, mofos, <laughs> head headshot, trauma, DQ, the anti-diva, spinal injuries. Victim, violence or violent, WWF, wife beater, <laughs> curb stomp, strangle, kill, murder, kayfabe, house show, DQ again. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't make me laugh. Push, being over, babyface, heel, job slash jobber, card, and non-title. The newest addition to the list of banned words. WWE. You know which one blows my mind the most? Um, wrestling? Card. Mm. Wrestling, I knew, was on the list because they've stopped saying that completely. It's quite literally one of the W's in WWE. So that's like the thing that baffles me the most is like, yeah, but I they never it. call it a wrestling match. They it's don't a, talk about the wrestling. It's entertainment company that is literally titled yeah, but- World Wrestling Entertainment, though. But Cody Rhodes literally said wrestling this week. This week, yeah, he's kind of gotten away with a lot of words on that list. I think he's trying his best to not follow it. I think, yeah, I think he's trying to push push some boundaries here and see how far he can take it. I think it's because he knows it's going to build him with the crowd. It's like almost like a, a what you call a pipe bomb thing. If you talk, if you do the that. things that everyone the, the the diehard fans know you're not supposed to do in WWE, they they back you. I That's think- true. I think he knows that if he does things like say belt and wrestling and wrestler and all that kind of stuff, I think he knows he's going to get over with the diehard fans, which is the hardest group to get. Cause he's already gotten like the not hardcore fans, the ones that don't remember him and or don't know from AEW, like the, the generic WWE fan. Like that girl who sat behind us. Yeah. She's probably a huge Cody Rhodes fan now. That's true. 
You know, it's the diehard AEW watching wrestling fans who are going to struggle to get over on Cody Rhodes. And I think he knows if he goes, I think he's super smart. I think Cody Rhodes is one of the smartest people in the whole industry. He's a very smart business. And I, I think he understands this, this business so well that he's like, you know, give me over saying belt saying yeah. wrestler. Yeah. Cause they know I'm not supposed to do that. And the fans are going to eat that shit fucking up. Um, and, and I do, I just num, num, num that shit all fucking day. <laughs> num, 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 num. Give me that shit. Give me more. <laughs> you want shit. I want his shit in my mouth. <laughs> in my soul. Every fight out of control. Do it all to get Thank you for singing, Joe. Whoa. Um, <laughs> Did you say mom's going to blow? Aren't those the words? Okay. Yeah. I said about to blow, but whatever. A mom to blow. You know the one thing that I love about Cody still? Like he's what? Like a month into his, his uh, return to WWE now. And he's got that... <laughs> I don't know if you guys have noticed that he's got that pyro like right at the at the top of the entrance ramp where he comes through the curtain. Yeah, where and... it goes, whoa. Not the big one. I'm talking about like the the sparks at the beginning. When he walks right when he through... goes adrenaline. Sure. When he's walking through the curtain. <laughs> it seems like watch it next time. Because this week on Raw, he started walking before the pyro hit and then the pyro just hit him directly in the face and he was like he wasn't expecting it and it's like dude how many times have you done this at this point you don't know <laughs> what your pyro is about to do or i mean as smart as he is maybe it was planned and it's for me to think it was funny i have no idea um the only oh that's right that's what the main event was i was like i, I feel like that's not the main event my my last note for raw was how long has Lashley started his entrance from a podium? And I was like, that wasn't the main event. But seriously, how long has Lashley started his entrance from a podium? That's the first time I noticed it. Okay, sweet. So I haven't been missing that because I thought that was like kind of wild. But Dude, Cedric um, Alexander botched the fuck out of that match at one point. No, oh, I, I think I skipped through it. He like went to dive out of the ring and just like got his foot caught on the rope and just face planted into the fucking ground. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. Bobby did not even try and catch him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, sell it. Um, all the six, all the six woman tag at the end was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was a fun it match. Was yeah, it was good. It was a good match. What what was your favorite part about the match, Joe? Joe? Joe. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What were you looking at there, bud? Looking at the reviews from the match. (laughs) Yeah. Did you you watch it, Joe? Did you watch it? I did. I I did watch the match. I did. What was your favorite part? What do you who was in the match, Joe? Liv Morgan. Okay. Oscar. Bianca uh-huh. Belair. Okay, he watched it. Either that or he's, he's also Becky reading it directly Rhea off the phone. <laughs> and Sonia Deville. All right, let's move on to NXT then. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck, Joe. <laughs> Joe, you said you started drinking at seven. 
Yeah. I've been it's drinking nine. three hours longer than that. Mm-hmm. Have you been chugging tequila? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think the answer was yes, boy. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. <laughs> Holy fuck. Thank God's not me this week. Um, speaking of yes, boys, I am. And Chad and I were talking about it as we were doing a drink break uh between whatever the fuck we were doing it before but um <laughs> i'm a huge huge fan of pretty deadly already like love them to death this like opening segment like little video package they did before spring breaking on nxt on tuesday i was like these guys have it all like charisma the catchphrase the awesome wrestling that's all i need it's amazing. I love Pretty Deadly. Probably yeah. my favorite tag team right now. Quickly becoming one of my favorite things on NXT. I don't want to say they're my favorite tag team on NXT because I love the Creed brothers right now. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, I can't wait for the one-on-one tag team match. You know, the, the two on two Creed brothers like, okay, was Pretty Deadly. Two two. Okay, that's coming. It's coming, and it's going to be fucking good. I was going to say I've never seen a one-on-one tag team match, but uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what the next. The, the second segment of the night looked like oh the triple threat no the the duke and indy hartwell backstage scene <laughs> they, they were lacking their tag team partners <laughs> ah yes that was awkward that was very awkward <laughs> <sighs> why do they always have to release people between us recording this show and the show coming out i said the same thing as soon as i saw that i was like fuck man we just recorded <laughs> Every fucking time. It's like they know. It's like they're listening. There's somebody backstage. It's probably Charles Rob- Charles Robinson and Aubrey Edwards listen to this show. And they hate us. How? We always talk good about Charles. Aubrey, we love though. Charles here. We, I do love Charles Robinson. I don't know. Audrey Edwards. Oh, or maybe not. it's Tim White instead. Oh, man. We, yeah. <laughs> I don't even hate Tim White. I just like talking about that one storyline. He probably doesn't want me to talk about. That's probably the reason why he hates us so much. Um, Let's talk about this triple threat, though. Uh, Cameron Grimes, Sola Sokoa, and um, help. Oh, dude. Carmella Hayes. Carmella Hayes. Dude, I'm drunk. Um, (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, I know. Not as much as Joe, but, you know, you're there. Yeah, Joe. When, when we first started recording, I was like, oh, Joe's probably on the same level I am. Not the case. No. <laughs> Not the case. I thought I was drunk. Um, Joe, you still with us, bud? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> did you watch this match, Joe? I did. How did you feel about this match, Joe? I like this match. Is there anything else that you would like to say about this match? Is there anything else you would like to say about this match? <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> Holy fuck, Joe. I thought it was a good match. <sighs> oh, my God. I, I want to point out the beginning of this match. The crowd hated, hated Cameron Grimes. Hated Cameron Grimes. They loved Solo Tsukoa. And I, they I, liked it. seemed like they also liked Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, but they just like they just booed the fuck out of Grimes every time he did anything. Yeah, and I don't I, know why. Well, the CWC is a bunch of pieces of shit. 
First I have a all, conspiracy theory on this. You ooh, ready? Golf King. Yes, we would like to hear that. <laughs> I think they're telling the fans to cheer for 2.0 people. No. Look Dude. at all the times they're booing people we think are really good. They boo Santos Escobar against Tony D'Angelo. They boo no, Cameron are, Grimes against Solo Zakoa. MSK. They booed, they booed the fuck that out was of before, MSK. That was no, before this. There, I'm talking they, about like there now. was also a reason for that, I guess. Um, I'm talking about right an now. An alleged reason. Dude, you might be onto something. I, let's take a look. Let's let's circle back to this next week. Let's, let's really keep a keen eye on that on NXT this week and see. Oh, boy. Roderick Strong gets booed. Does Roderick Strong have a match next week? No, but he gets booed every time he comes out now. And the creeds get cheered. And the creeds get cheered. And they're splitting that up, obviously. Dude. It's not that obvious now that Malcolm Bivings got released. I don't think it's that obvious. But did you watch the Diamond Mine match and the ending of the match? He, like, yelled yes. at him, right? He, like, yeah. got involved and hit one of the Viking Raiders with like a big move and that caused the creeds to win. And then the creed saw the replay and got really mad at Roger strong. Yeah. But, but for me, it's like Roger strong is trying to keep this group together. Doing heelish things against the most favorited face tag team on that show. You think creed brothers is the, is the face team here? Yes. The crowd yes, fucking loves. Yes, boy. Yeah, the fucking crowd loves the Creeds. It's like it's complicated for me because you're saying that the Creed brothers, the Creed brothers, are the favorite team here, but I also at the same time think that the Creed brothers are the heel team because I think it was a face face match. I think really? so too. Yeah, I think so too. In that match, yeah. I don't know. It was just kind know. of like like two big dudes going up against two big dudes. Didn't matter who, who was face, who was heel. It was just kind of one of those like, oh, shit, I want to see these fucking two Haas teams go at it. It was a Vince yeah. McMahon wet dream match, some would say. Well, yeah, um, what else happened on NXT? Uh, we had the debut. <laughs> oh, the Nathan Frazier thing? Yeah. I was going to talk about Mandy Rose getting burnt and still being a sub. Yeah, so, I mean, she's... She's pretty much a sub no matter what. It doesn't really matter what it's it's a sub. And then also the beach scene, but you know, we can we can get off of that. Yeah, sure. I know you I know you were excited that whole beach <sighs> scene. So uh, by by Gigi. Yeah, he he's really into that Gigi. That was um yeah, Nathan Frazier, he had a match. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was awesome. It was really good, dude. I thought he was yeah, awesome, he and this match was really good. Yeah. Um Part of that's probably Grayson Waller being a fucking pro. And yeah, then the other part really being Nathan Frazier is probably ready to. And a fucking pro. Nathan Frazier is a fucking pro. Yeah. Sure. I agree. I, I, I think won. Nathan Frazier really, really impressed me here. He won thanks to a Chase U air horn. Dude, Chase U is Chase so U. good. <laughs> One of my favorite things. It was great. NXT is getting me to like things I would have never liked if you just explained Dude, them as a concept. So the thing, the thing that I think is crazy is like the type of characters that are getting over an NXT is almost like mid '90s WWF, where they had like these crazy zany characters. It's like, um, like for example, there was this girl this week that had a video package on NXT that was like. 
I ride horses and I'm a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, that's, that's your so character. Bad. I'm I'm a horseback. Like, what is this girl gonna do? Ride a horse to the ring? It's like what it's if like she does though? Every every wrestler has some sort of trait that they latch onto, and then oh, by the way, they're a wrestler. Like Tony D'Angelo is a mobster. That girl rides horses. Cameron Grimes is in the stocks. Uh, I don't know. Give me some more. Um, the the toxic attraction is hot. Uh, Chase U goes to yep. college. Chase U goes to college. That's my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just like they all have like these crazy, wacky, zany. Dude, Tony characters. D'Angelo in the God of Del Fantasma and their zany fucking weird gimmicks and that shit in this episode. That's a perfect example. Yeah. Uh, I like, think Joe might be going to puke. He's getting up. He said he's not going to puke. I'm not uh, going to puke. Okay. Yet. Yet. <laughs> he is leaving though. Um, but Dude, Joe we'll Gacy's just... eccentric character. Don't forget yeah. that one. I don't need Holy like shit. <laughs> Joe Gacy being the wish.com Bray Wyatt, like like Joe said last <laughs> week. What? I was exactly. saying how how you said no, we were talking about Joe Gacy, not you. But we were I, anyway. I did reference how you said Joe Gacy is the wish.com Bray Wyatt, and I completely agree. Yeah, he is. He is the wish.com Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason uh, I don't order things on Wish. That main event was trash, kind of. Yeah. It was very bad. It was a very bad main event. I was not a fan. It was not good. Yeah. It's it's really disappointing compared to the quality of the show, too. Yeah. It's like the Diamond Mine match was good. The Grayson Waller match was good. The Triple Threat match was good. I liked the Tony D'Angelo Legato sit down thing. Joe's definitely going to puke. Joe, are you okay? Right. Yeah, I'm but, good. But what are, but, what are you what are you doing? I'm I'm going to pee, uh, but I uh, I wanted to be a part of this conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you wh- do you want us to move on to dynamite so you can go tinkle? No, 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 no. I'm uh, I'm good on NXT right now. <laughs> what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> the 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 dru- druids at the end. Oh, oh yeah. This is clearly not over, dude. <laughs> I love the funniest thing about the druids in the crowd. Did, I don't know if you guys saw this, but there was um, so th- during the Braun Breaker and Joe Gacy match, like these druids from from the week before, show up in the crowd and they're just kind of like standing at the stop the top of the stairs between sections of the crowd. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but like there was one druid in the in one of the corners that like during the match you could see in the background, like one of the refs walked up to the druid and was like. Hey, I need you to get out of here or something like that. And then like the next screenshot, like he was gone. And then the following screenshot, he was back. Like, I was like, what is going on with this shit? It was so fucking weird. And then I, I I honestly don't remember what happened after the match or anything because I thought it was trash. Nothing like the match ended with the Druid standing around the ring and then the show ended. Hmm. So weird shit probably happened after the cameras turned off yeah Maybe there was some There's sort of no way uh, of knowing honestly yeah yeah i don't know i don't know chad what do you think i really don't want joe gacy versus Braun breaker again but i know it's gonna happen yeah that's gonna suck um 
I mean, Is we can wear move... a mask soon. Who? Oh, Gacy. <laughs> Some sort of gross monster mask. I liked him better with the mask. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to Dynamite, and then we can get into our predictions for oh, WrestleMania God. Backlash. Yeah. Um, we like had Dynamite. that. We had that Jeff Hardy and uh, Bobby Fish match. Chad, your fa- your actual favorite wrestler, Jeff Hardy. Are you ready for a hot take? Uh huh. Jeff Hardy's fat. I don't think that's a hot take. And because he's a little overweight, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, I'm super overweight. I'm more so, overweight than you are. So I don't think that's true with how I've been uh, oh, drinking the last Joe. month. But Jeff just looks so slow, and all of the moves that I love that made me fall in love with Jeff Hardy don't look good anymore. He's in his mid-40s. Like, yeah, No, I get it. It makes complete sense. I'm not shitting on him for gaining weight. I'm not shitting on him because he's slow. I'm just not as involved or interested or entertained by him as I used to be. And that hurts me. I, that hurt me to say out loud. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I'm not a huge fan of really anything Hardy's since Jeff has come to AEW. Yeah. It's been bad. It's this is bad. Like, nothing they've done has been like eye opening good. He, not even Jeff debuting. No, it's all been bad. It like this is this is the most disappointing Jeff thing I since like, feel he, like they're he was kind too of, drunk to compete at TNA. Do you think they're kind of stalling until like they can do some sort of like uh what's it called? Delete thing? Or I mean, they keep they hint at it every week. I know, but like I remember reading something where like AEW didn't want to do that shit because of like how poorly Matt Hardy's debut went where he was doing it. Yeah, that didn't the broken go the broken well. shit. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. I don't think it would go over super well. I just think that time has passed. I don't think so either and because I, their production is like not, pains me to say, but I think like the Hardys being like main event tag team players, that time has passed. I, I I do have some hope that them against the Bucks is going to be good though because they faced off against the Bucks at the end of this match in the ring. Yeah, the Bucks can make anyone look good. Oh yeah, and that'll be good. But Jeff Hardy won this match. I'll, I just want to cover that because he's going to he face Darby the, Allen in the first round. He is round. in the tournament, and I think that will be good. Darby can make anyone look good. Remember the first CM Punk match was Darby. Yes. Yeah, I do. And that he made CM Punk, who looked very rugged and worn out and tired. In his first match back in seven years. But yeah. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, I want to talk about the next match. Well, I think that was the six-man tag. Yeah. Um, I just want to point out, and it might be, it might have just been my TV, but did you guys think that Butcher looked as red as a tomato? Is Butcher did the you, bigger one? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice. Didn't you guys not notice that? <laughs> he looked red as a fucking tomato, dude. It was ridiculous. You know he's uh, in the band. Yes, I feel like I've we seen that. The band. I feel like I've heard about that. He's the guitarist every for I Every Time I Die. It's a great band. Hmm. Don't know that one. Sorry. Jesus. Is that a is that an EDM band? That's a metalcore no. band. <laughs> no, that's a progressive metalcore band. Yeah, yeah that's. I don't listen to that shit stuff. Sorry. It's not shit. I I don't listen to that stuff. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh dude, the Blackpool Combat Club is so fucking over. They are. Uh I I mean the match was just another fucking squash. I, I just wanted to point out how red Butcher was. <laughs> if you have the chance, literally go back and watch it. He he is a fucking tomato in the match. It's absurd. Either that, or you need to text me and be like, your TV's fucked up because I just bought a TV. <laughs> and if he's that, if and if he's not actually that red, um, I don't want a refund. The colors uh, are so defined. I've never seen them this defined dude, before. I'm in 4K for the first time ever. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Good job joining the club, dude. <laughs> I mean, you know, I had the a kid. The Combat Club. I had a kid and buying a house. I mean, come on. Funds are low. Yeah. Money, it doesn't grow on trees, you know? It does not grow on trees, which I, you know, used to think it did, but it does not. Um, MJF uh, pulled at my heartstrings this week when he called Marylanders a piece pieces of shit. I mean, aren't they? What? <laughs> Just kidding. Come again? I haven't already, so that wasn't I'm going to do it again. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Uh, but <clears throat> Joe, well, I guess we all kind of thought we, we kind of yeah. all saw this coming. <laughs> I yeah. was going to say, Joe, like hit the nail on the head, but yeah, it was W Morrissey who was uh Wardlow's opponent this week. Thank God they didn't squash him. I was going to be so butthurt if he got squashed here. I was really unhappy with the, the one power bomb finish. I thought that was a little lackluster to a, opponent as big as uh, w morrissey but the one thing i want to talk about with this match was the crowd chance oh man. Do, they were do you remember like, they were big fans they, of w, w morrissey we want no we want enzo no we yeah. don't yeah it was half the crowd going we want enzo and those are people that clearly don't know he's a big piece of shit in real life i have a question was he the other there? half that said no no okay because i saw some sort of crowd shot that like Showed somebody in in the crowd that kind of looked like him, but I was like, "What?" I don't think so. Okay, but I'm, I'm with the side of the crowd that said, "No, we don't," because I oh, do not. Same, want, dude. Yeah. I as much as I like joke around, like, wait, no, I was joking last week. Fuck Enzo. He th- that the whole thing was a joke. Like. I don't want I don't ever want to see that dude in a fucking wrestling ring again. Yeah, not to mention like I've really I almost forgot about the soft thing because I've been watching W Morrissey for about a year and impact do his own thing and become somewhat independent of that whole storyline. So this just brought me back to remembering the soft stuff. And I was like, man, I had forgotten that was a thing. I just remember W Morrissey. And so thanks, crowd, for reminding me that fucking big Cass and Enzo were a tag team. S-A-W-F-T. Soft. I will say when, I don't know, in like 12 years, when we get to like 2018, 2017 WWE in retro pay-per-views, I'm probably going to love them. But I'm just going to love Big Cass. Just just Big Cass. Just Big Cass. But Enzo could get it on the mic. Like, he was good. That's how he got the job. Not because he could actually wrestle, because he was yeah. very good in the match. Um, on the mic. What else do we have from Dynamite? Uh, Did Hangman was, pro? Is Hangman's promo seem heelish to you? So I thought at the beginning. Oh, 
Go ahead, Joe. Oh, Joe, Joe, Joe. Angman's turning heel 100%. I don't think so. It, just, but, it seemed very heelish to me. I agree with Joe here. I will say, did you guys notice that he came out of the left tunnel? Is that the heel tunnel? So normally it is the heel tunnel, but then I continued to pay attention to that for the rest of Dynamite. And uh, in the very next match, what was the very next match? Jericho versus Santana. Uh, Santana Ortiz entered out of the left side. So normally the right side is the face side, uh, but I guess they switched it. I don't know. Maybe just for this show. I have no idea. But when he came out of the left side, I was like, oh, shit, dude. Hangman's turning heel. But then and, and and then on top of it, he had the promo he did. Like it is very telling, like and suggestive that he might turn heel, but I think we I think it's kind of a wait and see thing. He said he's gonna destroy CM Punk at double or nothing. <clears throat> yep. I think if he goes heel, he's gonna lose in that belt. <sighs> I don't know. CM Punk? I don't know. There's I don't I think right now there is a 1% chance that CM Punk wins that match right now. I think that number goes up substantially if they turn Hangman Page before double or nothing. I think the closer we get to the pay-per-view, just no matter what, even if like they don't, if they don't talk the rest, like until double or nothing, I think the number just goes up naturally just for excitement purposes. But I agree. Like the number goes up. I, I do think the number goes up. I don't know. Like Hangman could be like an awesome heel champ, but like I don't, I don't want to see that though. Yeah, I, I love think the crowd wants to see that. The crowd was Hangman. like weirded out by this whole thing. They did not respond like they normally do. He just got real serious, and I don't think the crowd was ready for it. It was one of the better promos he's delivered because usually he's not the best promo work. Not the best, but he's not terrible either. Yeah, this seemed better than normal. Yeah, um, Joe, what do you want to talk about on Dynamite? You want to talk about Satnam Singh or? Oh no, that <laughs> was Ram- no. Sorry, that was Rampage again. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that was that, that was, was Rampage, the Rampage we're not going to talk about. We won't talk about that. The the <laughs> the the Hangman Adam Page is like the the top thing I want to talk about. Okay, because he was one hundred percent shooting a heel promo here. I did take it as a heel promo, but I think you can t- I think you can shoot a heel promo and not turn heel and come back during right. the match and, and both of them be fate. Like, I think you can, I can, I think you can do a face face match. I think it's more of AEW knowing that punk's going to get chanted more than hangman uh, in Vegas when they do the pay-per-view and they kind of want to sell it that way. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. I also don't know. I, I really think that hangman is, is turning heel. All right. I, I don't. So we'll see what happens there. Cake bet? That didn't go well for you last time. Do I owe somebody a cake? Uh, Yeah, I'll take that cake bet, actually. All right. Is so that, wait, wait, wait. What's I, the bet? Hangman officially turns heel. I'll give you until the week after Double or Nothing. Okay. For Hangman to turn heel. Okay. And if he doesn't, by the week after Double or Nothing. So... Dude, uh, I'll give it until the rampage after double or nothing. If he's not healed by the rampage after double or nothing, you owe me a cake. Okay. I like red velvet. Since I'm neutral, can I get Wait, a piece? no, I like ice cream cake. No, I, I, I took that as 100%. You like red velvet. 
I like red velvet ice cream cake. Whoa. I don't think they make that. I don't think they do either. I just tried to spin it in my own way. Um, Chad, what do you think about the uh, Julia Hart story possibly finally paying off? With It uh, didn't, though. With po- like event, I think it's about to. You could see... so. You could see the black under her eye patch. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it didn't happen though. It didn't happen yeah. yet. I think it, they're slow burning this on one the even more. Time. She just she, yeah, like he, she just covered it up. I think that Julia Hart makes sense to add a woman into the House of Black. I think that no matter what they do, I will love the House of Black no matter what. I think that it makes sense to turn Julia Hart bad and put her in this thing because the varsity blondes are not something they're pushing anymore or probably will ever again. Truth. So with that being said, uh, I'm all for it. Let's get it going and let's move on. All right. Um, Only a couple more things from Dynamite before we move on. Um, We had the reveal of the men's (laughs) Owen Hart cup. Well, after Ray Phoenix won the match. Revealed after the Ray Phoenix Dante Martin match, which was fucking pretty damn good. Yeah, good as shit. As shit. Um, and we find out that there is a Joker in the bracket. Joe, predictions for the Joker. I have no idea. Chad, let's, let's think about this. Okay, so it's going to happen in the next two weeks, right? I have my prediction. It should happen in the next two weeks. Yes. So who got released approximately ninety days ago? I don't think it's somebody for WWE. Days ago. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. I think it's somebody that's already on the AEW roster. That's I don't know not how they play the Joker. The Joker's usually not that. That, I mean, so, that, would, that would break tradition. Here. Okay, so the the rumors that I've been seeing online is that the only rumor that I've been seeing online, and this is like speculation. This is not like Sean Ross Sapp broke something as a rumor. Was that it could possibly be Gargano? What if it's a Ooh, New Japan that. Pro Wrestling wrestler who goes to the finals for to like push the forbidden door stuff? I could see that. I don't know who's on the other side of the bracket that would make sense for them to face, though. I don't know. Yeah, also, isn't point. isn't Adam Cole on that side of the bracket? I would see him going, I guess, to the finals. I, I don't I think know. He wins it. I think he wins the whole thing. My guess was Miro. Miro versus Samoa Joe would be awesome. Yeah, that guy hasn't been wrestling for a really long time. It's been a hot minute since you see Miro, so I don't know. That'd be a cool return. I'd be cool with that. And I think a Miro-Samoa Joe match would be fucking banging. Yeah, that was my I, guess. I, I honestly don't think it's it's someone that we've seen before, just based on what we've seen with the Joker. You say you don't think it's that? I don't think it's it's someone on the AEW roster. Okay. You want to cake bet that? Okay, let's yeah, stop talking sure. about cakes. Let's stop talking <laughs> about cakes. Cakes are awesome, though. I just want an ice cream cake. Um, uh, and then we had the main event. Well, actually, before the main event, we had uh, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb was made official for double or nothing. That's probably going to be a very, very, very good. Oh, God. I think it now. Very good uh, women's wrestling match for AEW. Like, standards i guess i'm pretty excited for that it should be very good 
but the main event we saw Mercedes Martinez versus the virtuosa Diana Perazzo making uh, her AEW debut. And as somebody that's and finale, yeah, not signed to the AEW roster in the same fashion that we saw at the was that the was it Supercard? Yeah, yeah. The people that were signed to the AEW roster, i.e., Mercedes Martinez, win the match. Yeah, I was not a big fan of that happening. Yeah, I know. I hated this. I, I love Diana and I was really upset this happened. Like I thought it was a good match, but like I thought the wrong person won. And I think I'm with it. Most people yeah. here on this. I mean, you knew it was gonna happen though. It was so obvious it was gonna happen. I like, honestly honor. I honestly I, I honestly didn't. Like I thought they might swerve a little bit. No, I was very set this was gonna happen after a supercard of honor. They made it very apparent in every business deal that they got put aw people over any other brand yeah it's kind of shitty i don't know any other thoughts on dynamite no before we get into predictions for backlash god yeah let's just roll all right um let's get into predictions then for wrestlemania backlash these are going to be tough uh definitely losing the belt well, luckily, I still have it in my position. So when I win, I can just keep it in my house. It's going to be great. Let's start with, um, I don't know. I'll start with uh, Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss. You guys said this one was easy. What do you guys think? Madcap. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Riddick Moss for sure. He's just too over right now to make it. To go for Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin doesn't win. Baron doesn't win pay-per-view matches. Uh, I can name like less than five that he's ever won that I can remember. So I, no, I'm not picking Baron at a pay-per-view. Well, it's it's Madcap. I think I'm going to. You, you boo boo. I will say that like I. This was one of the last matches I picked, and I just I, I went for an even split heel and face here. So uh, I I just went for the heel here because of other things that I picked in the card, and that was literally the only reason I went with Happy Corbin here. I don't know. I think he's just also more the the more established star. I I don't know. It's tough. This is tough for me. This is this this was a tough one. But I'm going with Happy Corbin. All right. Well, we'll go with the next match. Uh, this one was difficult for me. I struggled with this one. Um, but we have Omos with MVP versus Bobby Lashley. Joe? I feel like Omos is going to win here. As do I. Uh, my take on it was Lashley stood tall on Monday. So I'm going yeah. with Omos. And also Lashley won at Mania. And this is WrestleMania Backlash. I agree with everything you're saying. I think mm. Omos picks it mm. up here. I have Omos as well. Mm. It just This is one of those ones I feel like we're going to 50-50 split, and we've already given Bobby the win. So Okay. Omos it is. So the next match I have is... Uh, it. It's actually a pretty big match in the grand scheme of things. 
It's uh, Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. I'm pretty sure you just yeah. named the main event. Yeah, I think this is the main event, but <laughs> but I also don't care that much. Also, I think this is the easiest match on the card to predict. It's Ronda. Uh, yeah. I also saw tons of rumors that Ronda, despite losing at WrestleMania, is going to win here. So I knew as soon as they made this match that I was going to pick Ronda. So I'm picking yeah. Ronda. He's known since August, okay, since that August. he was going to pick. <laughs> he was going to pick her here, yeah. um, but I I, I do agree. Uh, Ronda just makes so much sense. Charlotte doesn't make any fucking sense. Just like she didn't make sense at WrestleMania. So I'll once again I'll do this, and who knows, maybe we'll get surprised. But Ronda's going to make Charlotte say I quit. I also just yeah. don't think there's any way that they have Ronda Rousey say I quit over Charlotte yeah. Flair. Joe? It's Ronda. 100%. All right. All right. Um, So the other three matches on this card, I am very, very, very excited for. I think this is like a 50-50 split. Like It's like three matches I'm not looking forward to at all. And three matches I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. Uh, I'll start with AJ Styles versus Edge with Damian Priest banned from ringside during this match. Who do you guys have and why? I took AJ Styles here because Edge won the last pay-per-view and because Damian is not a ringside. I think those two things for me lend itself to AJ getting the win here with the third match possibly being in a hell of a sell um, here. But I could also say that I I don't I wouldn't be surprised if this ends on like concerto on Monday and like we just we beat the shit out of AJ on Monday we end this whole thing uh, and move on from it yeah so I'm I'm taking AJ because the 50 v split and the fact that they told me Damien's barred from ringside so interference is removed Joe is he throwing up. No. What noises think... is he making? <laughs> Joe? I think Edge is going to win this match. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, are you about to puke on yourself? No. Okay. Wait, who did he say is going to win? AJ? Edge. Oh, Edge. Do you have a reason? Uh, because I think... Uh, He's having trouble thinking right now. Give him a second. I think that Edge is uh, going to win this match because there's going to be another member that joins, joins the faction here. Ooh, I like that. I like that. However, I'm taking AJ Styles along with Chad, for exactly the same reason of Edge won at Mania. I think this is the, 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 the premium live event is titled as such so that we can have a rubber match at Hell in a Cell. And I think it is... I think Hell in a Cell is put in the correct spot finally where you have all the matches that you want at WrestleMania and Hell in a Cell ends up being the third blow-off match. And 
the more matches that they select to do 50 50 booking for the more opportunities they have to make the hell in a cell match that that fits the best so i'm going aj here all right um i'll go with the other possible main event over the match i'm most excited for (laughs) uh so I'm going to go with the bloodline versus this is exactly what uh, the Wikipedia page calls it. RK McBro. What? It's what the IMDb, I mean, the Wikipedia page says RK McBro. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. Uh, the bloodline versus RK McBro. Who you oh, got that, and why? That might be a SmackDown thing. That might be something they added on SmackDown tonight. Maybe, but that's what it says. Joe, I, I think that Randy Orton, I think that uh, RK Bro and Drew McIntyre are going to win this match. As you do think- I, Joe. What? As do I. Whoa. Yeah. Um, I thought about this a lot, and this was probably the hardest match for me pr- to predict. Uh, and it, it honestly for me came down to who would take the pin and i thought the usos over oh the usos taking the pin over rk bro because i obviously drew and roman are not taking the pin here uh i could even see this since it's probably not going to be the main event i think it's going to be the i quit match um i could also just see wwe pulling a fucking fast one on us and having this end in a dq i don't know uh, but if it doesn't in a DQ, that would mean that the faces are going to win most likely. So I'm going Drew or excuse me, RK McBro to win this match. I, I don't see that on the Wikipedia page right now. I don't way. either. I showed it to you. I, you did show it to us on Zoom and I, I did see it. In fact, oh, it's That's uh, weird. It just up. I just refreshed the page. It's no longer there. But That's it was there. Somebody <laughs> on Wikipedia fucking with us. I thought it was funny though. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I like RK McBro. All right. Uh I'm going with the bloodline here because Roman doesn't lose pay-per-view matches. And I've never he's not every going, time I, he's not going to though. He's not gonna take the pin. I didn't say loses. he was gonna take the pin. He never loses at pay-per-views. So so here's my thought. I think that he is going to lose this specific pay-per-view i think that drew mcintyre is going to pin one of the usos and it's going to continue this feud and uh, uh <laughs> and roman reigns is going to have to face drew mcintyre at a, at a future future pay-per-view main event and they can do that without Roman losing. He doesn't have to lose. It's the bloodline is going to lose in general. And I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think Roman takes L's. I think the Usos take L's. I agree with you, but yeah. that would that would require Roman to get an L in the book, and that does not happen. He never gets L's. So I'm it not will. going to pick it to happen. Yeah. Yeah, but the the statistics are on my side, not yours. Him taking the L here is very indicative of him taking an L to Cody 
when Cody cashes in after he wins money in the bank. No, I think it, it I think it improves how important it is that Cody wins in a money in a bank or when money in bank is cashed in because if he still has not lost by that point at all, it's, it's a much bigger it deal. It just takes yeah, it, it takes a cash in to yeah. Man. I taken a bloodline here. I, I I had Drew and RKO Bros written down all week long and I changed it yesterday. I, I just don't see I, I can't pick against Roman. It's just like it works but every you, time. But you did all week long. Yeah, but it's not official until I say on this podcast. So bloodline. All right. Um Joe, last Joe, match. do you want to introduce last match? I don't couldn't tell. So the last match is uh <laughs> I think it's the most exciting match. It's Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Freaking Rollins. Yep. Who um, do you have, Chad? Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Chad. I'm taking Cody Rhodes. Whoa. I had once again, once I picked, I had Seth Rollins written down almost all week. But I'm taking Cody, Cody Rhodes because I don't Rhodes think they take L's. I don't think. Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins are getting a third match. Mm. Because of that, I think we're going to get a conclusion being a second win by Cody Rhodes, establishing him as the number one face because Bobby is taking an L later or earlier in the evening. I think this pushes Cody to number one face on Raw. I think it it's fine if your number one heel takes two losses against the number one face. I think it it fits. And then that sets you up for Cody to be the number one guy in the company when he wins money in the bank. Agreed. Whoa, you're taking Cody? I'm taking Cody as well. I'm going Seth because this is going to hell in a cell for sure. There's no way that, that there's no way that in Cody Rose's contract or whatever the fuck that he's like, yeah, that he's not just wanting to do something crazy inside of Hell in a Cell. I don't know. I mean, I, I would love to watch that, but I just it's, don't know if this storyline has enough heat to warrant a Hell in a Cell at this point. I Until will, this week, you've had a mostly civil conversation. It's, it's not about heat, though. Like, WWE never picks, like, yeah, sure, they pick the storyline. They they sometimes pick the storyline with the most heat, but, like, a lot of times they just do Hell in a Cell matches for the fucking hell of it. Yeah, but usually it's because of titles involved. Not because two random people that have had very little heat, but have had two good matches, warrant a third match. Let's put hell in the cell. Yeah. That would be unprecedented. Mm, I think big rivalries or title matches get hell in the cells. Maybe after this week or after WrestleMania backlash, and sh- maybe it heats up on Raw the night after. I don't know. Yeah, but how do we get to a third match if Seth wins? Cody's uber face. He wouldn't go and attack because him because it's 50 50 booking. I get you, but what's the story? Cody doesn't go attack Seth because he loses. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins brags about it. I don't. Okay, know. but Cody doesn't get mad about bragging. That doesn't fit that fucking character at all. The character work does not tell me that if Seth wins, Cody's going to go after him and be like, I need a third match. Are you trying co- to convince me off of Seth Rollins? No, I'm just saying there's a reason why I changed my mind to Cody because the story work just doesn't lend itself to what you're saying in my mind. All right, well, I'm sticking with Seth Rollins. Probably a good idea, because every time I convinced you otherwise, I was wrong. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, you want a cake bet? No. Cakes getting shipped from Virginia to South Carolina probably won't last well. It's cake, not fruit or egg salad. 
Yeah, but it wouldn't be fresh and it would just be sad. Yeah, but I would at least get a cake and I would know I want a bet. And you <laughs> would also have cake. to sh- and you would also have to go through the work to ship a cake. <laughs> yeah, I'm not co- I'm also not confident enough as I've said already that I I almost picked Seth here. I'm not confident enough to pick again to do a cake better on match. I almost picked the other guy on. <laughs> All right. Um let's do prop bets then. Um do you guys want to do blood or appearance first? Appearance. All right. Who not on the card will make an appearance? I think this is very easy. Same. We will see. What do you guys have? What does Joe got? Joe, I want Joe to start. I got Dana Brooke. Whoa. Okay. 24-7 champs, always a good call. And also is getting a divorce. Yeah. uh, Who cares? That (laughs) storyline sucks. I'm taking Drew Gulak. Whoa. Because I think he will make some kind of backstage appearance or some kind Shit. of like ringside appearance or something. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'm I'm calling Drew Gulak. I wouldn't be shocked if it's a pre-show backstage segment. Which would count. Um yep. I'm either gonna love my pick or hate my pick because it's either it it's either blatantly obvious or the dumbest pick ever, but I'm going with Damian Priest. I mean, he's definitely probably going to be in a backstage segment. Uh, that's what that's what I'm hoping. Or the ref the ref bump happens and Damian Priest shows up. Yeah. Like, but if he shit. does, does Finn Balor also show up? Probably, so AJ can win. Yeah. We'll see. But yep. I like I like that pick still though. I'm going with Damian Priest for that reason. I just I don't know. If he doesn't show up, it'll be dumb as fuck. But. You know you like that Drew Gulak pick, though. That was very good. I am jealous of that. I'm jealous you thought of that. I'm glad we're all different, though. Uh, What about blood? Cody Rhodes. (laughs) Cody always bleeds. I like that pick. Chad? I'm the same. I have Cody Rhodes. Really? Yeah, I have Cody. With an I quit match on the card. Yeah, women don't bleed very often, though. Mm, Maybe women who don't go up against uh, Ronda Rousey. But I'm going to pick Charlotte Flair as my blood for this premium live event just because I feel like Sha- uh, I almost said Shonda. Rhonda might throw. <laughs> Shonda. <laughs> Shonda Shalsey. I feel like Rhonda might throw a bow. Maybe like get get a bloody nose from Charlotte yeah, or something. Charlotte's had that happen before. Yeah. some like It's going to get physical, I think. And like I think they're really going to try and sell the physicality here to try and build my presumed women's hell in a cell match. Uh, and it's, it's going to be Charlotte that bleeds here. You'll see. Um, and then real quick end times. Uh, I'll go first since uh, I introduced the other two props. Uh, I have 1058. Just because I think at least one more match is going to get added. Hopefully six match card is ridiculous, but I have 1058. Joe. I don't have to pick one, so. Oh, that's true. I have, I have, eleven oh seven. Okay. All right. Is Raven fucking with your computer right now or something? What's going on? What is I mean, happening right now? Joe has his laptop set up on his couch and it keeps moving. Has to be no. Raven. Did you have it on a pillow or something? What's going on, it's dude? On a, it's on a pillow. Okay. Nice. You know, I was really I have scared. A feeling. I was really scared. I'll say right now, 
I'll let you go after. I was really scared for faction trivia until about 30 minutes into the show. <laughs> when Joe was so drunk, he could barely stay awake. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Chad, what were you going to say? I'm just, I'm, I'm amazed that Joe's made it this far and I'm very excited to see how he does a trivia. I'm not amazed. Yeah. I'm not amazed at that. I, I know, I knew Joe could make it. Uh, it's really just the trivia aspect here. Let's. How get many of these the, trivia things have we done? I don't know. This has to be like the fourth or fifth one. I'm excited. I, I can't remember if it is the fourth or fifth one. I know that there was an elimination chamber themed one that there was like an uh, you won. There was an old one. Yeah, I crushed that one. I remember there was the first one where I just was randomly choosing categories out of a fucking book that Joe picked that you won. I remember Joe won one. I'm three and one, I think. The Royal Rumble one. Joe won the Royal Rumble one because he had the Rain Man brain for the strap okay. match. Oh, yeah, the strap match. <laughs> okay, so it's three to one, Dylan, before we get started. So because of that, I'll let Dylan pick here. Do you want to start or do you want to go second? I'll start. All right. This is all faction themed. Uh, we're going to start with some New Japan pro wrestling factions because obviously New, New Japan has the most factions and they're faction centric. Um, right. So are you ready? I swear Dylan? to God, if this is like name all the members of. Absolutely not. They're all multiple choice. Okay. Uh I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Do you need to go puke? There he goes. Oh, here he comes. Pukey McPuke Puke. Or not. (laughs) If we see him walk back the other way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. I was not ready. <laughs> you get Why? it all out, dude? Why were you not ready? Because I had to puke. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was like the perfect timing for me to puke. Oh, I'm keeping all that in. No, no, no. You'll cut it. You'll cut it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Let's do this. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. ready, I'm ready now. All right. I'll He's go got first. all the that out. I'll go first. All right, I'll go first. Dylan's going first. We're starting with uh, New Japan. There's six New Japan questions, so three apiece. Are you ready? Jesus. All right, let's do it. Who is the longest serving member of the Bullet Club? Uh. All right. I am. But oh wait, the the first member of Bullet Club. No, the longest serving member. All right. Remember the rules here for both of you. You get one multiple choice where I read the multiple choices to you. I'm not going to read the multiple choice here. Um, my answer is bad luck Fale. That is correct. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Nice. Just, bad knew, luck Fale. I, I knew he was part of when uh, uh, Finn was in in uh, Bullet Club and he's still slash. Yeah, yeah he's, he's still, still part of it. Yeah, he's still in it. He's the only surviving original member. Yeah. After Tomatonga is no longer there anymore, the GOD's out. So, like, it's really just him. Yep. All right, Joe, you ready? Yeah. 
Who is the longest serving leader of the Bullet Club? Ooh. Oh, shit, dude. Dude, this is rough. I think I know this one, though. I think. You think or you know? Um, does the... I have a question. Does the person that is the answer to the question, uh, do they ever do the too sweet? Yes. Ah, damn. Okay, that that doesn't narrow it down then. <laughs> that rules out nobody. <laughs> AJ Styles. That is incorrect. Dylan for a steal. That is, that is correct. Let's go. JY has been the leader since 2018 which is the longest anyone has ever served because uh, no one served over two and a half years other than Jay White. Let's go. All right, Dylan. Who was the shortest serving leader of the Bullet Club? Carl Anderson. That is incorrect. What? Incorrect. Fuck. Yeah, I heard you. Fuck. Joe? It's really narrowed down for you here. This isn't even New Japan. This is just Bullet Club trivia. Yeah, it's got New Japan coming up. There's multiple other New Japan factions. I gotta ask. The shortest. You want me to repeat uh, the question, Joe? Or you got this? Shortest rating leader of the Bullet Club. Yes. Kenny Omega. Yeah, I think that's right. That is incorrect. What? It is Finn Balor. No way. Finn Balor spent less than two years as the leader of Bullet Club before signing on to go to NXT. How long was Carl Anderson the leader? Carl Anderson was there uh, as the secondary leader the entire time AJ Styles was there. No, so when AJ Styles... Was... Carl Anderson was the leader between Finn and AJ. I agree, but then he stayed in the group, and when AJ was not present, he was the active leader. So his leadership time on Wikipedia is encompassing all of AJ's time. Because AJ uh... spent a lot of that time in us uh in ring of honor and other us territories that so sucks, carl anderson dude. was the active leader in japan during that time you know what and because you got that information from wikipedia i'll take that because you can't lie on there can you can't fact. lie on the internet facts factual yep um that, all right it is my question so this is joe's yep. question joe with a chance to come back with a point joe what is the current offshoot faction currently in bullet club in japan what is the name of the offshoot faction featured in bullet club in japan today there's a sub faction what is their name dude i don't know this jerry white's faction right <laughs> the key is that your answer or is that a question <laughs> uh it's it's more of a question so the Bullet Club is currently under Jay White still, yes. But there is a subset of Bullet Club in Japan with a different name, but they're still technically part of Bullet Club. Uh, what's the current name of Jay White's faction? That would be the Bullet Club. <laughs> I gave you that information in the question. Joe, use your multiple choice. Yeah, I'll use my multiple choice. Nice, got him. Okay. Uh, A, the Bullet Club OG. B, the Bullet Club Latino America. Mm. C, the House of Torture. 
or D, the elite? Oh, Jesus. Can you can you name A again? The OG Bullet Club or Bullet Club OG. Bullet Club OG. That is incorrect. Dylan? Well, that helps a lot. Uh, what were the other options? Latino something, elite, and what else? The House of Torture. Isn't House of Torture evil? Oh! No, evil didn't join Bullet Club. Oh my god, I'm going to sound so stupid when he did. Uh, I'm going to go with the Latino one. That is also incorrect. Bullet Club OG, the elite, and Bullet Club Latino America are previous sub-factions. Evil is part of Bullet Club, and House of Torture is part of Bullet Club. (sighs) The answer was House of Torture. I knew House of Torture was currently a thing. I did not know Evil joined the Bullet Club. Yeah, it's pretty much all the idiot. all the members of Bullet Club that primarily stay in Japan are House of Torture guys, and most of the Bullet Club members that do a lot of other stuff are mostly New Japan strong under Bullet Club, uh, and they call themselves Bullet Club USA right now. So it's it's kind of half split between House of Torture and Bullet Club USA. I hate my life. Also, Juice oh, Robinson. Bullet Club. Yep, that's the newest member is Juice Robinson, who faked us all with his like, I might be getting out of wrestling bullshit. Just thought I would point that out. That happened last weekend, right? Dylan, Joe, Dylan, Joe. Okay. It's my turn. Yep, it's Dylan's turn. Dylan, who was the original leader of the Chaos Faction? Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. That is incorrect. Bullshit. Incorrect. Uh, Joe, who was the original leader of the Chaos Faction? Uh, Stop looking it up. I'm not looking it up. Chaos is one of the the guys in Evil, right? Evil is just a person. (laughs) We just talked about Evil, but sure. I don't know New Japan at all. (laughs) This, This trivia is heavily in my favor, by the way. It gets better. So, so far. I'll, I'll go with evil. That is incorrect. Is it Shibata? No. The original leader of Chaos was Shinsuke Nakamura Son when he bitch. turned That's on right. Togi Makabe uh, and created Chaos with Tomohiro Ishii and Toriyanu. Uh, when he left for WWE, it was taken over by Kazuchika Oka- Okada, Okada. Yep. and has been under Okada's leadership ever since. Yep. All right. I saw Tanahashi was in that. I don't know why. Tanahashi is in uh, LIJ, isn't he? No, he's not in anything. Oh, he just keeps his own fucking thing. Yeah. All right, uh, Joe, are you ready for your, your last New Japan question? Nope. <laughs> you going to puke again? <laughs> Send it. Whoa, Send dude. it. I cut all that, remember? He never puked. He totally puked. Uh, if you cut all the other stuff, he puked again. Um, if you cut that, he puked as well. Um, no, he has only puked once. All right, Joe. What is? That. I'll cut that. Joe, what is the name of the faction currently led by Will Osprey in New Japan Pro Wrestling? Oh my God! What the fuck, dude? <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. Will Osprey? Yeah, he's one of my favorites. Osprey. I really like Will Ospreay. Okay, what faction is he part of then? He's the leader of Blink. I don't know. 
Is that a pass? The the Bologna. 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 Bologna Club. That is incorrect. <laughs> All right. Is that what do you got, Dylan? I'm gonna go with. I can't remember if it's the Empire or the United Empire. I'm gonna go with the United Empire. That is correct. The All United right. Empire. Can you name any other members of the United Empire? Great O'Conn, uh, Robbie Eagles, uh, Tiger Mask. You named that for me. I totally knew that. Uh, what about Jeff Cobb? Yeah, Jeff Cobb. That was the other one I knew. Yep. That's it. They, that's it, though. No, they just added a bunch of new no, people. No, no, no. That's all I know. Oh, yeah. They just added a bunch of new people. It's like an eight-person faction now. Good for them. Yeah, it's getting pretty big. All right. I'm excited for this next group. All right. The next uh, one, two, three, four questions are WWE faction-related. Right. Are you ready, Dylan? Yes. The faction known as JBL's cabinet consisted of JBL, Orlando Jordan, and what tag team? The Basham Brothers. Final answer. That is correct. The Basham Brothers. Come on, dog. You think I don't know JBL's cabinet thing? Whatever the fuck. I, uh, the Basham Brothers were terrible. <laughs> they were. <laughs> it also consisted of that woman. Uh, what was her name? Jillian Hall. Jillian. She had that shit on her face when she. Yes, yeah, she, she did. And bo- a boogeyman <laughs> bit it off. He he ate Dude, it. I can't wait to get to that in retro. God, it's going to be terrible. All right, Joe. <laughs> you got to come back here. Are you ready for some good questions? What's the score? No. Did it's four nothing. It's four nothing, Dylan. Jesus. All right, Joe. Who was the fourth original member of D-Generation X other than HBK, Triple H, and China? Oh, fuck. This one's super off the wall. It's someone super weird, Joe. Dude. Fuck. I don't think this was covered in the retros. It, it was, but not like Matt in a match. Oh, uh, British, Bulldog, British Bulldog final answer. That is incorrect. Fuck, dude. That's I. I don't know why, but I think that's what I was gonna say. Um, I I assume I can't get a whatever the fuck a uh, uh, multiple choice because this is. It's not your question. question. Yeah, it's not your question. All right, I just I just wanted to make sure that the assumption was correct. Uh. Boy, yes, boy, yes, um, boy. This one really separates the men from the yes boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's someone old. I feel like I'll uh, pass. I I don't know. Can't remember. The original iteration of Degeneration X consisted of Shawn Michaels, Triple H, China, and Rick Rude. Son of a bitch. That's right. <sighs> yep. All right. Yep. Yes, boys. Yes, um, boy. All right, Dylan. The Click was a WWE faction which predated the formation of which two follow-on action, factions? NWO and D-Generation X. Final answer. That is correct. That was Wow. Glad I went. I'm glad I got that question. 
Right. Joe, are you ready? Yeah. You got to get pretty much every question left. Yes, boy. All right. Degeneration X first feud after their 2006 reuniting was against the McMahons. At what pay-per-view did HBK and Triple H defeat the McMahons? Hell on a Cell. Incorrect. That wasn't a pay-per-view in 2006. All right. So the question is, they reunited in 2006. What pay-per-view did they face Shane and Vince? Yep. In the like the culminating match against Shane and Vince, not a spirit squad bullshit. Oh, I'll go backlash. Incorrect. The answer was SummerSlam. Hmm. I, I love how your New Japan faction trivia was Bullet Club and your WWE faction trivia was DX. <laughs> Well, I looked at WWE factions and they were all trash. And I couldn't think of anything about the shield that warranted a question. So, all right. We got three WCW and then three NWO. What the fuck? Yeah, or two NWO. I don't know anything about WCW. Oh, this is going to be great then. All right. The score is currently five to zero, Dylan. Which means Let's Joe go. has to get every question left. Let's um, go. To win. Who's... All right. Dylan. The four horsemen began, began with whom as their manager? Oh, Jesus Christ. This is, See, this is the kind of question that makes me like, we do a wrestling podcast and I'm not going to know the answer to the question of who is the manager for the four horsemen, one of the most iconic factions of all time. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry the next question will make you feel even stupider i want i want my multiple choice all right um the answers are a jj dylan b jim Cornette, c arn anderson or d bobby the brain heenan jj dylan final answer that is correct as, as soon as i heard it i was like yep that's it i just wanted to it's it was one of those like I know the answer I just can't think of it. I knew that. I knew that. All guess. right, Joe. Let's get some redemption points here. Are you ready? Yes. Boy, the four horsemen began with Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and whom? Oh shit. <laughs> Multiple choice. You already used your multiple choice. <laughs> I don't know it either, dude. I can't think of what the fucking dude's name is. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. Thank God we get drunk during this and we can just attribute Ar- our our lack of knowledge to that. Arn Anderson, uh Rick Flair, Holy Blanchard. Blanchard, and whom? Oh, someone's brother of that group. It was yeah yeah it was it was like yes boy it was like it was like Arn anderson's brother something can i just say the last name no <laughs> it was someone's brother am i right about that i think so i think so chad's not going to give you the answer but i think it's Arn it anderson's like, brother. it's like Arn Anderson's brother. Somebody with Howard. the last name Arn Anderson. It's like Howard Anderson. Final answer. 
I'm going to give it to you because you said it was Arn Anderson's brother. It's Ole Anderson. Ole Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Ole Anderson. I was going to say Rick. I didn't know. I couldn't remember the dude's name. <laughs> but I'm going to give it to you, Joe, for knowing it was Arn Anderson's brother. I think that's fair. That's good enough for me considering I don't think any of us ever watched an Ole Anderson match. I haven't. Who was the next member, though? Right? Who was the next? Uh, Lex Luger was the replacement for Ole Anderson. Gross. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Dylan. Uh, the last question about the Four Horsemen. What type of match was created specifically due to the existence of the Four Horsemen? War Games. That is correct. I knew it was Jesus. War Games. I got the easy questions. All right, Joe. So, you, wait, this was the WCW portion of Faction Trivia? Yeah, it was, was all it four, the, horsemen. It was four horsemen. Four horsemen portion. Once again, I looked up WCW factions and I couldn't find anything that I had ever heard of other than four horsemen. <laughs> Jesus, dude. All right. Other than NWO, obviously, but I saved those three questions for the end. Yeah, those are going to be tough. They had lots of members and I had never watched WCW. 62 members, by the way. I didn't know how to frame that into a question, but they had 62 fucking people in the NWO. At one time or another. Gross. All right, Joe. Who was the first person after the original trio to join the NWL? The original trio being Hall, Nash, and Hogan. I think I know this, but I, I feel like I'm going to be real dumb when I say an answer. Avid not watcher of WCW, though. So I have no idea. Paul White. Ooh, you were so close. He was the fifth person in the thing. You were off by one. Eric Bischoff. That is incorrect. He was like the tenth person. But that Fuck was the me. big the big twist was that Eric Bischoff was actually behind the end of you the whole time. Yeah, I, I dude, I don't fucking know. The fifth person was Ted DiBiase. Mm. No, you said the fourth. The, the okay, fourth. yeah, the, that's what I meant. The the first person to join after the original trio was Ted DiBiase. Followed shortly by the big show, also known as the Giant. Hmm. Good guess, Joe. That was a really good guess. I was I was kind of shocked that you got that. But all right, you ready for the next question? Mm-hmm. It's my question. Yeah, Dylan. What was the original tag team name of Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and WCW before they became the NWL? This is ridiculous. The, the questions, I mean, the outsiders, the, the questions I'm getting is just absurd. I didn't think that was that easy. I didn't know that. What? Yeah, I didn't know that. But okay. Moving on, it's eight to one, uh, Dylan, and we have one question left. Uh, Joe, for some redemption here on the final question, it's the hardest question of the whole card. At what big event did the NWO officially gain Hulk Hogan and become the New World Order? I think uh, I that's uh, summer. Summer. Do I need a year? No. I know that's, this. Uh, Joe, you're really close, I think. Yeah. Summer balloon. <laughs> Is he awake? He's, his eyes are closed. He's thinking. He's thinking really hard. His I eyes are open. Summer, 
Summer balloon. Summer, Summer balloon. Balloon. Summer balloon. Is that a pay per view? Mm hmm. You say so, <laughs> man. It was in 1887. Bash 18... the beach. Final answer. That is correct. Bash the beach is the right answer. You were so close, Joe. <laughs> Summer blue, bash the beach, practically the same thing. Yeah, I like it. So we're two to eight. It's nine to two, but you know we'll call it good. <laughs> or nine to him, one. You give him a point for that. I'm. Down. I gave, I'm down. Sure, nine to two. Summer blue. He at least knew what season that, that Hulk Hogan. Joined. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him the point. We're gonna, but I'm also gonna give you the point for the specifics. All right. Was it? The points wait, don't really wait, matter. Wait, wait, wait. wait, can I guess here? Was it 96? I don't fucking know. I think it was 96. I didn't even write that down. Either that or it was 97. Either way. I just wrote down like the four major pay-per-views from WCW and knew it was Bash to the Beach. I, I watched the the WWE Evil about it. Is that Peacock. good? No. Okay. <laughs> but you keep it's watching right. it? It's all right. I Like, I watched it and I, I knew that it was in the summer time frame. Okay. Yeah, I'll consider watching it then. Um, Final score: Dylan nine to two goes four goes to a four and one record here. I'm the best around. Nothing's ever going to keep me down. Yes, boy. Anyways, let's close out. Uh, next week we're going to have our beer ratings from WrestleMania Backlash. I really fucking hope they add a match or two to this card. I know they're probably going to add a, a pre-show match. I don't know what it could possibly be. Like we've got Becky and Oscar. Uh, that's literally the only one I could think of. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Champa versus Ali, maybe. Yeah, that that could definitely be a pre-show match. But like, I don't know why Becky and Oscar's not on this fucking card. Uh, I don't know. They, they this card needs at least one more match for, on the main card. Either way. Besides that. We're going to have those beer ratings next week, plus the weekly recap. Um, I don't know. You want to do more trivia next week? I'm down, obviously. Joe is gone. I think he said, yes, boy. Speaking of yes, boy. What do you uh, want to do the theme on this one? Well, speaking of yes, I was going to say, speaking of yes, boy, we should do some NXT trivia. Okay, I can do that. I know you can. That's my favorite. All right, next week, NXT trivia. Uh, that's going to be fun. Plus the weekly recap. Plus, like I said, the beer ratings from WrestleMania Backlash. It's going to be fun. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. We have been the drunk dudes. Well, Chad and I have been the drunk dudes. Joe's been the drunkest dude, drunkest girl at the party. <laughs> Dylan, Joe, and Chad. And we'll catch you on down the road. Yeah.